This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Taz, as we hit the guest line, kick it off this hour and uh, welcome aboard uh, Jason Terry, longtime NBA guard. Um, a great player in the NBA, clutch player in the NBA, big time three-point shooter, Arizona star as well. Now a member of the big three. Uh, and we'll chat about the big three a little bit about the association as well. Hey, Jason, Taz and the Moose with you. We certainly appreciate a couple minutes this morning, bud. Thanks a lot, Jace. What's up, man? No problem. Good morning. All is well. All right. There man. you go, Jason. There you go. Uh, you know, how's the big three treating you? Our big three life is great. Uh, Q, man, it, it just did a phenomenal job with the league, CBS, uh, giving us a platform to go out there and showcase our talents. Uh, once again in front of all our fans and, and put on a great show in some great cities that have been giving us love for a long time in the NBA. That's awesome, Jace. i got to ask you another bit about the big three. So how's Kenya Martin as your coach, man, for the Trilogy squad? Is he the toughest coach as uh, as he was a player on the court? Yeah, he's pretty tough as a coach, man. The guy has mandatory breakfasts, mandatory shoot Wow. Right. I told him, hey, man, I retired from the league to get rid of all that stuff. <laughs> and here we are doing it all over again. But, no, team's been great, That's man. That's cool. Yeah. And hopefully we can perform a little better than we did in that game one. All yeah, right. and that's fair, Jason. For for the basketball fan that you know flips on and checks out, you know the big three this weekend. What should they expect? What what do you uh, what do you want to give the basketball fan that are going to be tuning in and watching the product? Well, one, you want to we're giving great entertainment, but two, you're getting a tough brand of physical basketball. Is half court, so the uh, dimensions are a little bit smaller than what you're used to. Uh, but it's still exciting. Uh, it's, it's high energy. Uh, and, again, the physicality is what I had to make a, a big adjustment to out of game one. Uh, but I'll be ready in the jet whipping noise flying around this weekend in Charlotte. Hey, uh, so, so Jace, how do you think, uh, if we shift gears to the NBA here, how, how do you think like, Jimmy Butler, if it would work out, uh, how he would gel or mesh with, with Paul and, and James Harden uh, for the Rockets? Well, obviously, uh, James uh, Harden and Paul, from everything we've heard, are already having a hard time uh, with the chemistry and the dynamic of two guys that are very ball-dominant. Jimmy Butler's another guy that needs the ball in his hands to be effective. But what they do get, on a positive note, if it happens, is they get a lockdown defender, a two-way player, uh, that can also shoulder some of the load offensively when one of those two guys are off the floor. So not a bad idea. Uh, you see now three stars works in Golden State. I think, you know, you watch LeBron in his career when he was in Miami, they had three stars. So three stars are better than two and definitely better than one. And uh, you got to have talent in this league to win, but you also have to have chemistry. And uh, if they can get the chemistry together, which we know is going to be tough, right? Uh, then they're definitely going to be a tough team to beat. Well, that's fair. And, Jason, I think that's what my my partner was hitting upon. I mean, certainly you look at you want to add more and more talented players, right? You're going to be better off as a team for it. But do you think their personalities, Harden, Paul, 
and Butler of what you know, do you think their personalities can mesh together? It's going to be tough. I mean, you got three alpha dogs, three guys that are, are in their prime, three guys, well, obviously Chris Paul is a little past his prime, but they still all-star high NBA, um, all-NBA type players. I, I just think it's just tough. I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to take a lot of sacrifice, and I just don't know if, you know, those guys at this point in their career are willing to make that sacrifice. But if the ultimate goal is winning a championship, then that sacrifice is going to have to be made to a man. Right. Well said. Well said. Uh, Jace, you know, you played your final two seasons with Giannis uh, in Milwaukee. So what you saw from him this year, uh, new level, next level, break it down, for, if you don't mind, from an expert's uh, opinion. Well, Giannis embodies all the characteristics of an NBA superstar. The hard work, the mentality, um, the willingness to study the game and then implement what he studied into the game every each and every night when he steps on the floor, and then the mindset of going out and doing whatever it takes for his team to win. Uh, he's selfless. Uh, he's a guy that, like I said, I played with two guys, three guys actually that embodied those characteristics. Dirk with the work ethic, he did it by example. Mm. Kevin Garnett, the passion, the energy, and enthusiasm which he played on every single night, practice and games, and then the mindset of a Jason Kidd, the ability to see the play before the play happens. Um, when you talk about Giannis, he will own this league, and he's already done so in year four. I mean, look at how fast he's developed. You've never seen a guy at seven feet uh, play with the force and the physicality of a Giannis on the Kumpo. He's going to continue to get better. The jump shot will come. I'm telling you now, he's a student of the game, right. and he's a tireless worker. And so that part of his game will develop, and he's going to dominate for years and years to come. Jason Terry joining Taz and myself. Uh, Taz of the Moose here on this uh, Thursday morning. Jason now with the big three. Uh, trilogy captain action this weekend. Uh, down Charlie, you can check out all the action on CBS as well. And we're talking a little bit about the association. NBA free agency gets going on Sunday night at 6 o'clock Eastern time, Jason. You know, Taz and I have talked a lot about Kyrie Irving. Um, and, and, and Jason, you're familiar with Boston. Are you surprised, right? After he, you know, pushed his way out of Cleveland, which he had, you know, and every right to do, the Celtics acquire him. You thought, all right, this is going to be a match made in heaven. He's got his own team. He's got young guys. Uh, it's a historic franchise. It's a passionate fan base. Are you surprised it didn't work for Kyrie up in Beantown? Uh, very, very surprising that it didn't work. And, you know, the Celtics had great success when they had less talent when those two guys, Hayward and Urban, were out. And that's because they relied on each other. The ball moved. and They understood that, hey, we got to do it together collectively as a unit. But when you have a talent as a Kyrie Urban who, who needs the ball in his hands and can primarily almost win you a game by himself, then it becomes hard. You know, less opportunities for all the other guys. And so guys just weren't in a good rhythm all season long. And so, you know, Brad Stevens, great coach. I actually, you know, had several interviews this offseason to join his staff. He obviously went in a different direction. But I felt if I went in there, I, I could help them. Because one thing you have to have is you have to have a relationship with all the guys in that locker room and get them to understand that, hey, we got to play for each other. And I just don't think right now in Kyrie's urban career that he's developed that skill set yet because he still feels as if he can control the game and take it over by himself. 
Uh, once he acquires that skill set, that mindset, then he will go to the next level and be one of the best point guards in our league. You know, Jason, but to play off that a little bit, if you are a team looking to sign Kyrie Irving in free agency, is there a concern that he might never acquire that skill set? Well, de- definitely a concern, and that's why as uh, management, you have to put the right personnel around him, a veteran group, a group of guys that understand, like, hey, he's our guy, we'll do all the little things, almost the, the mindset of the Philadelphia 76 when they had Allen Iverson. Uh, he has the same type of skill set uh, as AI. Um, probably just as dynamic, uh, but from a skill set, you know, they put veteran guys, Eric Snow, Matumbo, uh, Aaron McKee, guys that, you know, didn't need the ball and understood that, hey, we'll play the defense, we'll get the rebound, we'll get it to you. And then from a leadership standpoint, they understood, hey, you know, he might not come to practice all the time. He might not be in the greatest mood all the time. But we'll shoulder the brunt of the leadership role, and uh, we'll just let him hoop. Because when you let Kyrie Irving just hoop, we know he's one of the best guys uh, in the league. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that, Jason. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit, man, to uh, another great player in Kawhi Leonard. You know, um, so what do you think, your your opinion? You know, you hear all the scuttlebutt. You know, does he stay in Toronto with the Raptors? You know, just, just you know. Just won it all, obviously. Or does he head home to Southern California and, and get with the L.A. Clippers? What do you think is going to go down with him? You know, if if I were Kawhi and I was in his shoes and, you know, I was not given the same opportunity to come back and fight with the same group of guys uh, that won a championship, I would stay in Toronto. You know, when you accomplish your ultimate goal as a team on a journey with the guys, I mean, it's just a special bond that is forged. And if you watch Kawhi Leonard and what that group of guys did this year, I mean, how could you not go back? I mean, we know financially it's, it's the best opportunity for him. Uh, the chemistry, you know, chemistry is something that it, it, it has to happen organically, and, and I thought it happened for them, you know, rather quickly. It, it's hard to do in one year, and they were able to accomplish that. So you can just imagine if they bring that same group of guys back next year, how tough of a team they'll be in an Eastern Conference that we know is not as good and as tough as the West. So for him to go out West, I mean, it's just going to be a tough road to hold. But at the same time, he's been in San Antonio his all, all his career. Now he's went to Toronto. He may want to go back home and play in front of friends and family. But one thing I can tell you, and I never played at home for the Seattle Sonics, but every time I went back, it is tons and tons of pressure. you got a lot of people pulling and tugging on you from different directions. And so I just don't know if Kawhi is ready for that. But if there's anybody, you've seen it. He is just a different dude. Yeah. I don't think anything phases him. And, <laughs> uh, he, he's one of the toughest competitors we have in this. Yeah, he's real yeah. deal, man. Real yeah, deal. He, he yeah. really is. And, and, Jason, so your advice to Kawhi then would be remain in Toronto. And Taz and I both think he stays yeah. there when push comes to shove, based on a lot of what have you just said in terms of, you know, just won a championship. It's hard to leave that team. Going through the Eastern Conference. I mean, just ask LeBron James. But let me ask you from a Durant perspective now. Torn Achilles, right? He's in New York. His his team is here in New York. Had the surgery in New York. You know, is one out in Golden State. We know they're not the same team with Golden State. The Warriors can pay him that five-year Supermax contract. What would be your advice to Kevin Durant, who seems to have an inkling to play on the East Coast, whether it be Brooklyn or with the Nets or Madison Square Garden with the Knicks? Well, very, very similar uh, because those, that group of guys was on the path to being one of the greatest teams we've ever seen in basketball history, period. 
other than the you know the late Boston Celtics era. Uh, these guys were building a dynasty. Uh, what they've accomplished at this point is historic, and now you're hurt. So when you're hurt to be up to move to change cities to change teams, I mean your focus now because you're injured should solely be focused on getting healthy, getting back out there on the court, and being productive. Now you throw in another distraction of moving, changing teams, changing trainers. It's just too much. And now instead of a one-year time period, now you're looking at one and a half, two. And at this point in career, do you want to waste time? Because one thing we know about time, you don't get it back. And so for me, I would stay right in Golden State where I'm most comfortable. And then when he comes back as well, how much of a low can he shoulder you know, not 100% because he'll never be 100% again. That Achilles injury is one of the worst you can have as a professional basketball player. So I stay right there in Golden State. I know I got Steph. Hopefully they can get Clay back, who's also, also struggling from injury, um, and then also Draymond Green. But, you know, you keep that core together, and they're going to be tough again for years to come. Yeah, no, no, they're legit for sure, Jason. And sticking on the topic of – uh, off KD, because I want to ask you something else, because you just kind of hit upon, you know, being there, and, and, and Moose and I were talking earlier, and I want to see what you think, man, on this from an expert's per opinion as a former player. Like, as far as the training staff, you know, with this injury, he's going to be out and down with this Achilles for quite some time, and he's been dealing with the calf thing. Maybe it was Achilles. He's been dealing with the training staff. My point in, in long-winded form, is do you feel that there's, uh, like what I was saying earlier, the Moose was like, you know, there's a comfortability with Kevin Durant and the training and medical staff with Golden State as opposed to if he goes to another team, Brooklyn or wherever. Now, and he's got a rehab with a new group of people. I know every NBA team's equipped medically and trainer-wise. I know that. But you think that some of that plays into it too because he's comfortable there as far as his rehab with the right trainers and doctors? Yeah, I, I believe so. And if you watch what that staff did, they've take a tr- taken a tremendous knock, the staff and the, the medical staff and, and management, uh, for supposedly pressuring him and trying to come back. We know Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's a competitor. He wanted to get back out there in some way, shape, fashion, or form and help his team win. And so he entrusted that staff to get him back as quickly as possible. I think they were all on the same page. And I think that relationship with them – knowing they did everything humanly possible to get him back out there, they gained his trust. And so, I mean, obviously they didn't want to see him get hurt. He did. But there's a relationship there, a bond that has been forged that I think, you know, is kind of inseparable. And and I think that is another reason why he will be back. You know, Jason, do you, do you love Kemba's game? Where you look at uh, what he's been able to do, a dynamic scoring guard at Charlotte. He hits free agency as well Sunday night at 6 o'clock. There's you know, your former team, two of your former teams, Dallas and Boston, uh, are, are reportedly both interested in, in bringing Kemba Walker aboard. Um, where do you think the best landing spot for Kemba would be? Love Kemba, love his game. I mean, a dynamic scoring point guard. Um, hits big shots, very efficient shooter. You know, I would love to see him shift in gears and, and, and head away from Charlotte uh, at this particular point. You just don't know the direction uh, that Charlotte is going in. Obviously, they'd love to build around him, but they haven't shown and proven through free agency that they can build a team. Now, you know Jordan's a competitor. He's going to try all he can do, but is that a, a market for him? Love to see him go back home to New York. I mean, to see Kimba Walker play on that stage and that market would be tremendous. To see him in Dallas, 
alongside Luka Doncic. One thing about Kimball Walker, because of his size, he needs to be paired with another guy in the backcourt that is, is a little bit bigger than him, a little bit more physical, that can guard the bigger guards, and that can also allow him to play off the ball because of his ability to score. You know, Jason, I, you're with the big three now, and uh, and we wish you all the success. I, I got to ask you about the Mavs, though, and your run down in Dallas. I love those teams. And, you know, I, I grew up a lifelong Knicks fan, so I, and I was, I'm not old enough to remember their last championship, but you know, I never rooted so hard for a team in an NBA Finals than I did for your Dallas Mavs team when they knocked off LeBron in the Heat. Uh, nothing against LeBron or anything else. I just thought I was happy for the your group and that squad, and obviously uh, led by Dirk and and the complimentary pieces around him. I mean, that was a that that Dallas run and that Dallas team that year. That was a fun team to watch. Man, epic run for us. I just think you know for the city of Dallas, uh, feeling that defeat we had in 0506 being up 2-0, and then being able to come back play the same Miami. Franchise, not the same players. D Wade was on that team, but to, to beat LeBron and all the hype that they had uh, going into that season, it was, it was just epic, man. Epic, epic for me. Uh, the only thing I would say was we did not get a chance to defend our title because of the lockout, and we didn't bring back the same roster. But you know, one time in my lifetime that I will never forget, and uh, I think we transcended the game. If you look at the way the game is played now, ball movement, play movement. You know, stretch four with Dirk, one of the greatest that we've ever seen at that position. Um, you know, guys emulated that style. And I just think, like, right now, the way the game is headed, you know, they took a page out of our book, and the game is in a greater place uh, for that. Oh, they certainly did. I mean, and, and you guys kind of led the way. And, and you mentioned Dirk before. I mean, I think he's the greatest shooting big man this sport has ever seen. I, I don't think I've ever yeah, – I know he's not a center. I, I know he's a power forward, but – I don't, I don't think I, I, I've ever seen a better pure shooter for a man his size than Dirk Nowitzki. No, not at all. If, if anybody can, you know, even think about an argument, it would be Kevin Durant at the same height. Um, but, again, Dirk transcended the position. If you look at when he came into that position in that era, in the era before him, you had power forwards, um, Carl Malone, um, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. You know, none of those guys had the range of a Dirk Nowitzki, and uh, playing alongside of him, and I just know how much work he put in, how much passion he put into the sport, and I'm forever indebted uh, to Dirk and his career and what he did for me as a Dallas Maverick. Uh, and you were great. You were a great NBA player, Jason. Big Three continues the 2019 season this Saturday, uh, June 29th in Charlotte uh, at the Spectrum Center. <laughs> Hop online. Tickets are available. Big3.com slash tickets uh, and games and the broadcast on CBS and CBS Sports Network, everything gets going uh, at high noon Eastern time uh, on Saturday. Hey, Jason, we appreciate the time. You're fantastic. Continued success. Good luck with the big three. We hope to get you on again soon, and thanks for your perspective. Thanks a lot, Jason. Appreciate you. Anytime. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 